Welcome to Top Heel Link. The number is 1724-444-7444. The ID number is 140562. Press pound, press one. You can listen to JD the Iceman, my super co-host. And me, last but not least, is King NWO GTS. And we're off and running. Yes, we are. And we're less than a week out from the Royal Rumble. I mean, the Alamo might not be safe after it's all said and done after next Sunday. What Alamo? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I bet you the blow. And if Shawn Michaels makes a, a guest appearance as something like, I don't know, just shows up, or I would love to see him in the Rumble, though. Yes. And if not, he'll be backstage or in the crowd somewhere. You know him, however, mind you. I mean, he'll oh, definitely, they'll definitely gone, show. Though. Yeah, I mean, being in his hometown, I mean, it's going to be a crazy few weeks. You think about it. I mean, looking at the calendar, I mean, you got obviously the Rumble coming up, of course, uh, this Sunday, of course, or a week from Sunday, I should say, pardon me. Then you got after that, of course, a uh, show in uh, Laredo, Texas the next night. Then you got uh, Corpus Christi the following night, however, for SmackDown to wrap up. Uh, Late January, and then of course, starting in February, you got trips out in the Pacific Northwest. However, and then you head out to the west, down the west, down the coastline to uh, Phoenix and Vegas, and then uh, did, Anaheim. So, did you hear who Kurt Angle wants him to put in uh, for him uh, his inductor? Did you hear who it is? No, I missed it. I do, I do know last night. However, he was on uh, ESPN Sports and talking to the coach last night. I did not get a chance to hear who. Oh, I. Well, I seen uh, I didn't see that. I seen uh, an interview, like a written one on the, one of the the sites there. Mm-hmm. He wants Stone Cold to introduce him. Hmm. Well, that'd be pretty cool. I mean, Austin M did have some history. We did talk about it last night a little bit. Only, how uh, only in the WWE for six and a half years, but he mm-hmm. got a lot done in six and a half years. Mhm. Mhm. And. Uh, I mean, I, I'm looking at a picture of him right now from apparently last night. I haven't played the video yet, but I'm looking at a picture of him now. It looks like he's in great shape. However, it looks like he's slimmed down a little bit, however. So, hopefully... Uh, I don't know he'll... how many more matches he can have, though. Apparently, they're yeah. like... They're trying to milk the, the old... Like, they're trying to milk uh, Goldberg. Mm-hmm. See how many matches they can get out of him. How much money, more money they can get out of him. And well, now Kurt Angle. And now yeah. they're putting him in the Hall of Fame, and then... Now he's going to have, like, what, a wrestling career? Like, that. usually if you're a Hall of Famer, you don't have that many matches. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently I just, I'm looking right here, and uh, I'm looking at the odds, apparently. Apparently now they're saying the Taker, according to, I'm talking about odds, however, in Vegas, however, the word out of Vegas is that Taker is no longer the heavy fair to win the Royal Rumble now, apparently. No, they scratched it. 
stated yeah. he was, but he was, yes. But wouldn't that make perfect sense though? Especially this I don't know if this is gonna I don't know if they talked about him this is his last year, but if this is his last year, why wouldn't you put him as champion? Get him to win the Royal Rumble and then have him face uh, whoever Raw champion is or whoever SmackDown champion is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why couldn't you have that? Like him versus AJ, I think that would be Yeah, him or phenomenal. him and AJ. Him and AJ, him and Kevin Owens would be interesting. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, he has been the captain and the general of the locker room for a quarter of a century and uh like, you know what would make a really good thing? Let hmm. Roman Reigns win this championship and have him heal. Yeah. Against Undertaker. Mm, that would be interesting. Yeah, you could do it that way too. I mean, there's a lot of people right now, like you said. I mean, that are right now in the boat with uh, Taker. I mean, a lot of people think. However, there's, I mean, some early shots. They're saying that Finn Bowers are good shots at nine to two. Samoa Joe eleven to two. Uh, Goldberg and Rollins fourteen to one apiece. Lesnar and Cena sixteen to one. Twenty to one is Kurt Angle. Uh, Corbin twenty two to one. Ambrose, Spray, and Roman, 22, 25, and 28, respectively. AJ and Hunter, 33 to 1. The biggest shot, however, obviously, however, are uh, Apollo Crews, 100 to 1. Shane O'Mac, 150 to 1. And Vince McMahon, 250 to 1. James Elworth? I'm thinking they're putting James Elworth in the Rumble, too. Yeah, and he'll probably be like 500 to 1. And uh, he'll probably last like Santino, not even a second in the ring, how and he can go back uh, playing. Unless, unless they. They put him in and they make him last a little bit. Yeah, but uh, if not, he'll probably be playing. Uh, he'll probably last less than a second, and then he'll go back and uh, play Smoochie Face with his new girlfriend Carmella. Apparently, his uh, new uh, lady, however, hero, if you will. Speaking of ladies, however, what about this week? How the return of uh, Mickey James? How as La Luchadora taking uh, sides with her new BFF, if you will, Miss Harley Quinn herself, who beat my girl. Somehow, I mean, they're starting to tease. I mean, the women got a little interesting. Uh, are starting to continue to get us interested, however, and especially like you mentioned last night on Revolution and uh, on uh, also the debate. However, I mean, if they could do a wrestling uh, main event on Smack or Raw, however, as far as a, uh, with uh, Charlotte and Sasha, why couldn't they do it on SmackDown? And they uh, kudos to both Daniel Bryan and Shane the other night. I mean, they uh, showed uh, what it was made of in Memphis, however, by giving us a pretty good match between Becky and Alexa. They keep. Teasing, uh, now I don't know if this is just going to be all NXT ladies or this is going to be uh, probably, but uh, I think you or Chad mentioned it. I mentioned it a while back, but you guys brought it up again because I guess it keeps going through the news uh, about like a, like a cruiserweight division kind of, you know how they did that special, like they did the UK thing mm-hmm. tournament yep. for the women. Now I don't know if it's all NXT ladies or it's uh, the current... WWE ladies, or but uh, I think you should do it all NXT because I think you have enough ladies down there now to do like a 16 person yeah. uh, tournament because you got a lot of ladies and you uh, they keep bringing them up and uh, right and of course uh, four of them will be in that big uh, upcoming uh, big challenge of course a week from Saturday night however in the uh, uh, Fatal Four Way however with Oscar Billy Kay uh, Peyton Royce and uh, Nikki Cross I mean you got those four. You got, uh, like I said, uh, some other women that are uh, becoming interesting down there. So you'll have to see what happens. Amber there. Moon. Yeah, Amber Moon. Amber Moon. Uh, he's the wow me. I think. Uh, I'm surprised that she didn't get. She go after the uh, championship. I thought they would have uh, done something. She with is. Her. She's. She says she uh, last night on NXT. She says she's going for the winner. 
Hmm. Well, that leads me to wonder, could we see if Oscar retains power in San Antonio? Could we see Oscar and Ember Moon maybe in Orlando, possibly before WrestleMania at the next pay-per-view in April or something? I think it's possible. Well, once Oscar drops it, I'd say she'd be going to Raw or SmackDown. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, she, I mean, already broke the records. I mean, as the longest-term women's champion in NXT history, I mean, she passed Sasha, she passed Paige, she passed Charlotte. I mean, I mean, I don't think she has to prove anything else anymore. And uh, that leads me to wonder, I mean, who could, I mean, if she does lose the belt on Sunday, or next Saturday night, I should say, not Sunday, uh, who's the one person that could take that title from her? Could it be Billy Kay? I don't see it happening. Payne Royce, it's a possibility. I mean, but right now, I don't think... Uh, they're going to have her drop the title just yet. I think they're going to wait until maybe Oscar does retain, if she does retain, and then maybe write her out, however, maybe come April and say, WrestleMania, hey, you've had a great year at Plus, however, you've made a lot of people uh, believe in you and a lot of people cheer for you. I mean, you've gotten uh, a big uh, present waiting for you in your locker room, and sure enough, Triple H or Riggle come up and say, hey, congratulations, Oscar. You've uh, earned uh, the respect of everyone, however, here, and you've done a great job here, but... Right now, however, we feel that uh, your place is up on the main roster, and if you want to take that opportunity, we're going to give it to you right now. Here it is if you want but it that The only badly. thing is I hope she doesn't get buried. Uh, yeah, I hope not either. She's a great fighting champion, and she has a lot of fan favorites. I mean, those Oscar masks are awesome. I mean, she, I mean, even when she fought Bailey last year, even when she fought Mickey back in November, she basically, however, just had the fans cheering for her. The first thing... Looking, uh, well, this is... She's way better than, but uh, look at Bo Dallas. He had such a great career in NXT. They brought him up to the big roster, and he hasn't done shit. And that's the same with Neville. He was the NXT champion down there, and they brought him up. Well, at least now they're doing trying to do something with him. Well, I'm, I'm talking about NXT. Let me. There's another bunch of guys that they're really kind of uh, bearing in NXT. I mean, one guy I think they're really just missing the boat on right now, and they haven't done anything right with him is obviously Tyler Breeze. They thought of him in uh uh, who was it? Uh, Fandango were going to be a decent team as Breezango, and that kind of absolutely went south. I mean, Tyler Breeze came in. Everyone thought, oh, here's a guy, however, who uh, has the cocky hair, who has the attitude, however, and just the swagger, a la young Chris Jericho. And then, sure enough, however, they just totally crapped all over him. So, I don't know. I mean, maybe he'll send him back down. Maybe he'll go back to NXT. Maybe try to work out well, the Kingdom. Well, that's like down. the Ascension, too. They were the biggest tag team in NXT history. Right. They come up the raw and did shit. Well, I think what with the, with the ascension, it was it was. I mean, you're right, and I think that what's happened to them was after they made those comments. However, they found themselves buried in the company. However, and they just found themselves saying, "Oh, well, we kind of made a big mistake." How we kind of uh, realized how what we said was wrong. However, we're trying to make up for it. Well, too little, too late. The water was under the bridge, so to speak. How and you just really found yourself. Uh, let's just say. Uh, Going uh, down Chick Creek, shall we say, however, and uh, you haven't been able to get out of it yet. Without a paddle, exactly, exactly, I agree. Yeah, but some people come back from that. You eat shit and you be a jobber for a couple of months and then you can come back. Some people do, some people don't. Yeah, that's right. I mean, you're right. I mean, some people have done it and some people uh, stick where they're at now. You're you're 100% right. I agree with you. And like I said, I mean, that's, I mean, hopefully I haven't seen... (laughs) 
haven't uh, announced yet what uh, other. I mean, I hope. I mean, they haven't announced what big DVD projects are coming out yet for WWE. I was going to ask you that question now, and maybe we could ask anyone else as well. If you're looking for good, I mean, if you're a DVD collector like myself and everything like that, I mean, what DVDs would you want to see that WWE has not put out yet that would be interesting to add to your library, ones that you would want to watch either on the network or even on DVD? Because I think I can name a few that then would be very well, interesting. Well, you name some and see if, if I like them too. Yeah. Go ahead, uh, name well, um, I think the best. I mean, we've seen a lot of Thunder. I mean, we've seen the best of WCW Nitro in three different volumes. So I don't think they can do any more. Um, I could see another NXT DVD coming out. NXT Volume Two, the unseen matches, the extra matches that they didn't put on Volume One because the first volume was really, really good. I've got to watch two of the three discs of that. That was really good. I think this time you can do uh, a Volume Two of the best of NXT. Um, I would say. Bruno San Martino, the Bruno San Martino story the last couple of years has surfaced. I mean, they do want. I mean, they do have some old footage. I'm sure they could dig up on him from his early years, and even when he was uh, wrestling towards the latter part of his career, and even when he wasn't wrestling as an announcer, do some moments out of him if he and they want to do it, and he gives them the okay because I know him and WWE still off and on have had differences over the years with each other. Um, let me think. What else could they do? Have they ever made one of Shotgun Saturday Night? No, I was thinking about that. You could do the best of Shotgun, right? Shotgun Saturday Night. You could do that, right? Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, you could do another. Um, possibly, uh, World's Greatest. I mean, I mean, I mean, like they did with Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart. However, in the Greatest Rivalries, you could do something like Rock and Austin or Taz versus Sabu, and so. Uh, sit down and like have one of the main announcers because I know Corey Graves sat down with Paul Heyman and uh, Taz and those guys a while back to film that ECW thing on the network. But you could uh, have Corey Graves or someone step in and uh, take over the JR role and do like an interview like Greatest Rivalries, Austin versus Rock or Taz versus Sabu or something like that. Shotgun said it's a good one. Yeah, the best of Thunder. Have they ever made a best of SmackDown or... Uh, they did the 10-year anniversary, and then every year they update it, usually. However, they could do, like, uh, Raw off the air, how they could do SmackDown moments off the air. That would be interesting, yeah. Um, they've done two Jerichos already. They've done the Shield. I would say they would, I mean, they could do maybe, um, let me think here, WCW, NWA, you could do, like, I mean, you've done, I mean, we've already, they've done Starcade and the Great American Bash. Why not do the best of, uh, like Halloween Havoc, you know? Yeah. I mean, you could do that, or Bash at the Beach, even. You know, it was around there for a while, so you could go back and do some moments there. Um, what else could you do? I mean, there's there's so many good ones you could do right now. I mean, I'm looking right now, however, and seeing the list here, if I can pull it up here. Here we go. Uh, here are the lists so far. They've listed so far at the moment. Uh, this past week, had base, uh, TLC, a couple weeks ago, you had... Uh, Obviously, however, uh, TLC, uh, which is now out, uh, you could also do. Uh, here's I can't see it. Uh, uh, right now, however, best pay-per-view matches uh, that recently came out a few days ago, and then Roadblock, the end of the line, uh, comes out at the end of the month. However, mind you, uh, like I said, so you got that out right now, and that'll be coming out at the end of the month, which is the one I was at. Uh, February, you're coming out with the best of Raw and SmackDown. Then. In March, you're doing the Royal Rumble DVD, the Jetsons. Uh, 
and WWE Robo WrestleMania, and then early April's the first real big legend DVD, which is uh, Diamond Dallas Page Positively Living. So uh, I think they're starting to scale back a little bit on the DVD front, but uh, they haven't Maybe announced. Maybe they keep one of the best of Kurt Angle. Yeah, you you could do one this year now. Yeah, you could go back and uh, maybe uh, show some old footage of Kurt Angle, right? Yeah, or even, I mean, we've talked about this before. What about Rick Rude, even, you know? The best of Rick Rude. Yeah, like, yeah, that would be. You can show some of his early stuff, however, when he was down in the old WCCW WCCW territory. Maybe uh, one of William Regal. Yeah, another one of William Regal, right? Yeah, I mean, stuff like that. I mean, WCW days. Yeah, you can show. Oh, yeah, you can do that with. You can do it with also Rude because I mean he had that time, and both of them were in WWE for a while, both in in separate eras. But yeah, you could do that. Um, he one would have to be mostly WCW though, because he never had a really long stint in WWE. Who's that, Regal? No, uh, Page. Rude. Oh yeah, Page. yeah. Oh yeah, Page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agreed. Yeah, with Regal and uh, Rude, you could do quite a bit. Yeah, but with, with Rude, yeah, you're right. With DDP didn't do much. You can just focus on his stuff. Not only WCW, but you can also do go back some, do some AWA moments because he was a brief time. He had a time in AWA. You know. Who's that, Rick Rude? Uh, no, uh, Page Diamond Dallas Page. Oh, no. okay, yeah. Well, with, no, with Rude, yeah, you, you, Rude was in WCW for a brief time, yeah, with the Dangerous Alliance, and then... WCW? Well, he, no, he never wrestled in ECW, never. No, he, he was too banged up at the time, because remember, three years before, I think it was before, when he got to ECW at the time, I think he had been injured, he got injured a couple but years he was, before. he was, he was, he was going to return before he died. Yeah, that's right. Uh, at the time when he was in ECW, I remember, he was a commentator because uh, he had been banged up thanks to Sting, and Sting injured him. Uh, deliberately, however, him and Sting had a match in Japan. I think they showed it on uh, the old TBS Saturday Night Show. That's another one you could do. TV, the best of WCW Saturday Night, even you know, and Ooh, uh, uh, yeah. that would that be great a, because there were a lot of great moments that came out of that. Um, so, a lot of great wrestlers. Oh yes, definitely, definitely. And like I said, you could just go out there and say, okay, you can show some of that much. But yeah, when Sting took on Rude, I remember. I think it was. Either over in Japan, I think it was, or it was back here in the States, I think. That's when uh, Rue tweaked his neck, I think, and somehow injured his neck at the time. I think that's what happened. Someone said they got injured over there. Um, they could do, I mean, they have so much the in their life. of uh, Kurt Henning, if they haven't made one. Yeah, they they do have one. It's a good one. It's called oh. The Life and I Have It. It's good. You might want to get that oh, The Life okay. and Time. So Kurt Henning, but yeah, that would be a good one. Yeah, you could, I mean... Um, as far as legends, however, what else could you do? I mean, like I said, you we have so much. I mean, like I said, uh, let's see. You could do. Um, you could do. I don't think they ever did a uh, one on on its own on Kevin Nash. They did one on Scott Hall there. They never did. Right, one you Kevin. can do one separately of Kevin Nash and go back and. I mean, I know he's with the Click and everything like that. Yeah, the, the Click DVD, the Click Rules, which is a good DVD. But yeah, you can do one of uh, separately of Kevin Nash. Yeah, you could do that. Uh, you could also do, I'm trying to think, however, um, oh, I just had it on the tip of my tongue. Uh, you could do um, famous, uh, I mean, they've done fathers and sons of wrestling history, you know, or family members of uh, famous wrestlers, like uh, the Rocks family and everything like that, and that's about it, you know. That'd probably be a big DVD, though. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I'll be back in a sec, so uh, give me a sec. I'll be right back. Alrighty then. One seven two four four 
444-7444. The ID number is 140-562. Press pound, press one. You can talk to me or JD right now. All right, I'm back. Welcome back. Thank you. I'm trying to think what else could you do. I mean, and there's so much more you could do. I mean, just, I don't know what you can do. Well, they have all those libraries, right? Like, Oh, yeah, they own just a, quite a bit of libraries. I mean, actually, But I think they did make one of AWA. Yep, the Legacy of the AWA, yeah. that, that's a good one. You could do another AWA DVD, like the best well, I of... I think you could, because I don't think they covered... I watched, I think, one of the AWA ones. Uh, yeah, it was it was pretty good. Yeah, but like, <clears throat> um, like you can do like there's like why well, I, I see the reason why I bought all the libraries, put them on the network, but also you could be making a little bit of money on DVD. But DVDs are kind of going out, I because you got the network, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people are saying health it. I mean. We have we have the network now. We can always watch this stuff. However, I mean, like I said, I was watching today. However, so funny an old old house show uh, from Richard Land on YouTube. However, and he put it up. It was on September of '85, and it was on the Spectrum in Philadelphia. It was when Hogan and Savage met for the first time. It was pretty cool, though. But it was also the same. It was like I said. That, that that's one thing. However, I mean, you could do also like I mean, you did the best of Madison Square Garden before, but now you could also do different buildings that. WWE used to have big events in, like the best of uh, Boston Garden, the best of the Spectrum, the best of the Capitol Center, the best of Toronto Maple Leaf Gardens. I mean, you could do all those shows in like two and a half, three hours, however, and just show promos, vignettes, and matches. So those would be good ones, too. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, they own quite a bit, like I said, ECW, Mid-South, NWA, ECW, WCCW, uh, what about one about Memphis, Tennessee? Memphis wrestling, you know? Best of Memphis wrestling. Yes, I, I would. Put a lot I mean, of... Uh, cause, Jerry Lawler is back in now, apparently, so you can yeah. put a lot of his content in there. Yeah, I mean, he was down... I mean, like I said, his, he showed a lot of it in... I mean, WWE and Memphis stuff in his regular DVD, but yeah, as far as the Memphis territory, you had a lot of big names that came out of the Memphis territory over the years. I mean, guys like... Uh, like you mentioned, Lawler, Bill Dundee, uh, Hulk Hogan for a brief time was down there. I mean, a bunch of guys... Well, they're not going to show Hulk Hogan stuff, but... No, but... Uh, but, uh, yeah, but apparently, and that's let's get on maybe this subject now. Lawler's going to be maybe fighting again. Yes, and he's also returning to the announce table too. Well, and that brings up the next subject. He's back on the pre-show apparently. I guess he's back in the good graces, and now he's going to be doing pay-per-view call at the yes. Royal Rumble. Yes. Now, where do you, if he's going to come back full time, where do you put him? Raw. Oh, I put him on Raw. Yeah, I think Saxon's worn out his welcome on Raw. I think he he just he continues to be so bland. It's just he's not witty. He's not funny. Like I mean, not to say and I Michael mean, Cole and Corey right. Graves. Uh, 
pick Cor- on him. Corey Graves has it down to the science that he is a perfect, true, great heel announcer. You could have him maybe move up a spot here in this case. In this, I mean, we talked about it last night in the news, actually. Michael Cole's talking about taking on a bigger role backstage, maybe, or maybe getting out of the announcing altogether. So here's an idea. Do you maybe, if Cole decides to maybe hang it up whenever that'll be in the next few months, maybe within the next year or so, could you say to him, okay, Corey Graves, how are, I'm giving you my blessing. I've been at it for a long time, but now you're taking over from me. You're the new head announcer. King can go back to being the sidekick, and then you can bring in someone like a Tom Phillips. You can bring in someone like maybe an Otunga or maybe even Booker T again and make them the new three-man team. Because right now on SmackDown, I mean, Mar Renault has got that down to the science. I think you keep him on SmackDown this year. Oh, yeah, he's, he's, he's great. He's fantastic. I, I like him. He, he's so enthusiastic because he, I mean, I, I mean, when I first heard him, when he first debuted, I was a little skeptical, but then a week later, I listened to him a second time and said, hey, this guy's pretty damn good. I mean, where did he come from? And then I read his bio and he's like, oh, he came from Japan. Hmm. He knows what it takes in Japan. So well, he's, from, guess, he's from Canada, too. Yeah, so, I mean, you, you've got something cooking with your announcing. I mean, right now, if you really want to shake up the team, however, I mean, I'm not saying now would be the time, but if you're really that desperate, then yes, okay, I go for it. Because, like I said, I think more and more you're seeing just Renolo, or not Renolo, you're seeing Corey, or, I keep saying the wrong name, you see Saxon being bland. He's not that all that exciting. And Everyone's David uh, Tunga, I would get rid of Saxon and Tunga. Yeah, if, if if they're going to do something with them, put them on like maybe 205 Live, you know, make them the voices of 205 Live. And then maybe. Well, I don't know. I, li- I like who's on 205 Live right now, like oh. Morrow and. Uh... Daniel. Huh? Graves. It... Oh, Graves is calling, that's right. And sometimes I think Daniel Bryan even calls the action too, doesn't he? Daniel no, there once or... no oh, that was only for the classic. Oh, that was just for the classic. Oh, okay. And then you got. Uh, Austin Aries on. Oh, there. he's great. I oh, when, yeah, he, he's when, great. when he comes in, when he bumps in, when he bumps Saxton on Raw, I like it because it jazzes it up a little more. And him and Corey and Cole seem like the, all three of them are having the best time. I know him and Graves have begun to become really good friends in the last little bit of time that they've uh, spent time with each other since Aries came into WWE. So that's good to see. And I think even Cole's taking a shine to Aries too because Aries just doesn't pull punches like Graves does. He'll go out there and just. He'll have a he'll smirk and he'll heal it up real good like Graves does. But also he just just keeps a straight face. And he says how he wants to play. And he says and this guy really has this talent. I'm really impressed with this guy. This guy has ability. I mean, even when he said something about positive about Neville and other guys, how he's not negative. He's not like a negative Nelly. Let's just say. Well, and they're heels though. That's why he he uh, he trumps up uh, Neville and Kendrick, and then he bags like. Rich Swan and all that. Well, because he's a heel, and that's right. What he's sure, doing. But, but but overall, uh, but overall, outside of the ring, both of them are really good guys, and and I think that was the spark they needed. That was the big spark they needed. I mean, yeah, but they're going to be losing that when he, once he comes back as a full time wrestler. That's well. That leads me to this question to you, and I'll ask you this right now. We should ask anyone who wants to. Know, maybe they'll give us an answer on this one. Maybe you guys can all answer this, and I'm going to ask you this question: When do we see him return? Because, I mean, he, I, I thought the doctors almost cleared him at the, shortly, and I think he was ready to return pretty soon after, after what happened with him and Nakamura. I thought that was all but a go, and I thought well, he, he was looks, ready to return. He looks good. He doesn't look like he's uh, in any pain or anything. But maybe, I'd say in a couple of months, I think you see him back. Yeah, I could see that happening. I mean, but I think... They're going to put him in the cruiserweight, and it's good, I guess, but he is like a main eventer, though. 
Oh, yes, no doubt. And I think, however, depending on what happens, obviously, with what happens uh, at uh, TakeOver, maybe uh, could we see, I mean, I don't know, again, could it be, and this would be weird, I mean, wouldn't it be funny if uh, Nakamura gets a promotion, like I said, we just talked about the women, maybe uh, like Oscar making a big uh, promotion of up to the main roster. What if now they would have, say, maybe uh, if uh, Nakamura gets a call up to the WWE roster, how around WrestleMania time, could we see maybe Aries and Root in a main event title matchup against each other if Root should win the title there at TakeOver? Could we see those two rehash old history from TNA and fight each other maybe at the next TakeOver in April? Well, I'd say yes. I would say go with it because that's money right there. They used to be the dirty heels in TNA. So, uh, and uh, I would say yes. I would say let them go out there. It would be a great rivalry. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. Definitely. I mean, I, I agree. I mean, those two have had some chemistry with each other. I think it would be very interesting as well. I would agree. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, like I said, you got the women there. The tag team division is even heating up there, down there, too. I mean, we talked about the great teams. I mean, the Authors of Pain, DIY, uh, the Revival. I mean, those are three of the hottest teams right now, and I think you're going to see at least one of those teams get the call-up soon because I think that the Authors of Pain, I mean, as much as Gargano and Schiappa had those two great matches last year with them, and they did, both, them, both times were great matches, I think they're going to be a little, I mean, the last time they fought, if you remember the Authors of Pain in October, I think it was in L.A., the Authors of Pain brought the pain and wrote their own story. And I hate to say it, I think it's going to be a repeat of the same thing next Saturday night. I really do. I think DIY is in a bit of trouble in this one. I think Ellery's boys are hungry. They're not here to play games. They're going to go out there and hurt somebody and hurt somebody bad. And I hate to say it, it could be DIY and Gargano and Schiappa. Okay, this brings me to my next question. Once Authors of Pain win it, and we know they're probably going to win it soon, um, who... Who beats them for it? Like it, it's very slim pickings. Like right. you're gonna build them up that high, mm-hmm. then you know who beats them. Well, I mean, you take a look at. I mean, Eric Young. However, I mean, he's fighting Ty Dillinger. Obviously, uh, Eric Young and his partner. I mean, in uh, the one with Nikki Cross in their group could be maybe one of the first. Alexander teams. Wolf. Alexander Wolf could be a new. Team. Or you could get uh, you could pair up uh, Alexander Wolf and Big Damo. Right, I've I, I, I've heard some good things about Big Demo. Right, they could have done the whole thing with TM61 with Shane and his partner, but now with one of the guys out for a good while with that injury, that he's kind born, of yeah, he's right, there. that that screws up their plans up entirely. Because I thought that would be the one team that could really make a statement, however, in the coming year. However, and now apparently, like I said, with the authors of Pain going after Shiappa and Gargano, however, that kind of throws a monkey wrench into their plans somewhat. And then no. I I thought uh, NXT kind of shit all over Blake and Murphy. I thought they were a great team. Yeah, they could always go back to that formula because, I mean, Dash and Dawson, I mean, I feel, however, is probably the next team that's going to get the call up to the roster, I feel, at some point. Because I think, I mean, unless they're going to keep Shop and Gargano for a while and keep their few going with, uh, like I said, however, uh, the authors of Pain, however, then right now I would say you keep those two, and like you said, Blake and Murphy could bring them back to the roster, give them some chance one more time, however. But right now, the way things are going, however, TM61, that kind of throws a wrench in the plan, but I think the Revival are coming up. I think at some point you will see the Revival up here this year. Well, I hope so, because they are a great tag team. Yep, and people will be saying, oh, we heard so much about you. We've 
We know who you guys are, but you know what? All you got to do is just show the matches from Toronto and Brooklyn. That's all you got to do. I mean, those two matches right there were two of the best matches of last year. I mean, they were up there as some of the greatest matches in the world. I mean, in NXT last year. I mean, you talk about uh, two of the best uh, matches in NXT uh, house. I mean, special, I mean, I say pay-per-views and all that. I mean, there's, I mean, let me ask you this. And uh, out of all the, I mean, if there was a top 10, I mean, those are two of my top 10, obviously, from next last year, obviously. But if you have any others from last year that stood out to you, what were they? I mean, which matches in NXT really were the ones that stood out for you? Because I can name a few more in my uh, arsenal. So, what do you mean? NXT as a whole or just? Uh, NXT, like all, um, yeah, NXT as a whole, yeah, in general. I mean, it could be like on certain uh, matches or certain uh, programming. I mean, because I, I can name a, quite a bit of last year. Uh, really well, the Nakamura Joe rivalry. Yes. Any of those matches were yep. good. Nakamura and Nakamura and Balor was also good. If you remember, yeah. those 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 were um, pretty. Joe hot. and and Balor. Yep, Joe and Balor really stole the show. Uh, um, and Nakamura, of course, had that great one with what about uh, Bailey and Oscar? Those two matches they had in Brooklyn and Dallas, those were some good ones too. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm thinking um, Zayn and Nakamura was a good one. That one in Dallas, the, the one time they only had that match, I was uh, that was the night I thought. I mean, after Sammy had lost to Nakamura, that the next night that they should have given. Uh, that was the night before Mania, and that should have been the night, I mean, following night that Sammy should have won the IC title because they were so behind him. And I remember reading that day up going into WrestleMania, they were saying, okay, Sammy, this is your chance. We're going to give you the chance. And then that was the night when Ryder uh, made everyone uh, a believer. And, of course, he lost it the following night thanks to the Wiz, but that's beside the point. I mean, it came down between Sammy and Ryder, however, you know, and everyone was right behind him thinking, hmm, who are we going to choose between Sammy and Sammy and uh, also uh, – Zach, we're going to have to make a decision here. And uh, I think it was a gutsy pick because I think Sammy was almost ready to be pushed at that point because he was just coming back and everything. They were ready well, like, to go. What are they doing? Like, they're kind of they're going to push him now, I guess, a little bit or whatever. But what what's stopping them from pushing him? Because he's such a great athlete. He has all the tools. You know, he's good on the mic too. So I don't understand why they're holding him back. Yeah. Oh, I agree. And and that's one thing they, they've done. <laughs> You're right. I'm just. I'm sorry. I'm just looking at this video. My buddy. Uh, I told you about that dog, Caruso. My buddy. Uh, his uh, dad. And he was like a safari guy, and he has his dog in a safari hat, looking like Indiana Jones. It's, it's Caruso, the Indiana Jones dog. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Dog's pretty cool though. But no, you're right. I mean, they they could get behind him. And let me. I mean, right now there's certain guys. Right now, I would say, um. If there's some guys right now that should be deserving a push and that are not getting it, who would you say right now are the ones that they have got to start getting behind? Are we talking about NXT or WWE? WWE. Um. Well, I'd say Sami Zayn. Yep, definitely. Um. Hmm. I know they're trying to get Dolph now back in that heel role again, so hopefully they'll start getting behind him. Well, One guy, hopefully they give him a good run this time. Because, yeah. And we don't need no this Big Show, like, heel and face and heel. Right. I, I think Big Show's going to retire after this whole thing with Shaq in, in April. I mean, I mean he's just doing it, however, just for publicity. I think he's lucky that he's actually even getting a match at WrestleMania. I don't know why they're even making him 
fight Shaq hard at this. It just, just doesn't seem right. Um, one guy who I think they've really taken a real big crap on, let's just say, however, is Apollo Crews. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they Apollo shit Cruz, all over him. Yeah, they have not done anything with him except feud him with Dolph, you know. So, I mean, well, that's go- what I'm talking about. These guys from NXT, and I have a like real big worry when uh, like some of these guys get called up. Like, well, some of them might be already like Nakamura and Joe, but I, you know, if Eric Young and Bobby Roode gets called up, I don't want them being shit on or put to the side. Like they're main eventers, and they they should be. But that's what I mean. There's only so many spots for main events, and then you got to go your mid card. And then you know, yeah, I think I think well, I did hear what was it? I think they said today, however, and I think I read today that they're ready to bring Joe up. I think you could see Joe up next Sunday. I really do. I think they're ready to go with him. I mean, well, what else do you do with him down in NXT? He's been there. I think he's been there for almost a year. About a year, year and a half, too. Yeah, right. And like and I said, he, he worked him with most of the big top guys like Nakamura, Finn Balor, mm-hmm. Sami Zayn. You, right, you, right, you right, right. All the feuds. So you might as well. I throw him in the Royal Rumble. Oh yeah, and I and I said and I said it before. I think, Howard, you're definitely going to start to see that, depending on what happens after this whole Cena AJ thing goes away, Howard. When this all wraps up, I think, Howard, you're going to see maybe him, and I'm going to say it right now. You could see him and Joe maybe fighting each other maybe at WrestleMania. I really do. I think they're going to set AJ up. Styles? Uh, no, uh, Joe and Cena. Well, I would go Joe and AJ because they had battles in TNA. So you could but do that too, right? Yeah. You could go Cena. Thing. But Cena, I don't know when he's going back to work, but they said he's going to be going, getting off again. I don't know when, but. I'm thinking it could be it could be before WrestleMania. So that 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 leads me to my. I mean, you and I have talked about this both on the air and off the air as well with uh, Cena and Taker. I mean, that really just irritates me to no end. They had that written in stone. That was the plan. I mean, they originally had Cena and Taker written in stone, and then all of a sudden somehow somebody and John went ballistic on this. I remember on his own podcast, he even went ape shit. However, no pun intended. But he said, however. Why is uh why is he doing this? You know, I mean, right now, I mean, Cena. I mean, why did Vince decide to pull the plug on this? Oh, here we go. Cena's first movie comes out in March, however, called The Wall, which looks really intense, and that's pretty wild for a movie like him. It's a it's a war film, believe it or not, in which uh, him and Aaron Taylor Johnson play American soldiers trapped by an Iraqi sniper. And I'm surprised they're making this like it's, I think it's a limited movie, however, but for him to appear in a, a thriller like this, that's surprising. Then yep. he's coming. Okay, he's, go on. Then he's coming out with another movie. Then later in the year, called The Pack, which he's filming currently. However, I think he's uh, supposed to be in that movie with uh, I think Tina Fey. I think I heard something about that. I mean, I'm trying to think who I did read some about this. However, where is it? The Pack. Yeah, it's supposed. It's, it says uh, yeah, she. It's supposed to come out like I said. She used to be married to Jason Sudeikis, and her name's Kay Canyon, but I'm not sure she's supposed to be in it. He was also supposed to be in another movie this year, so, I mean, his first movie's coming out in March, however, but I just, I don't see him sticking around much longer in the WWE. I mean, he's only, I mean, he, let's see here, I'm looking at his bio here, Wiki. Uh, let's see, where is it? He's 39, he'll be going on 40, he'll be 40 at the end of this April, and he's been wrestling since 1999. He's been in the business since he was 22. So for about almost 17, 18 years, he's been in the business, however. And he made his debut in 2000 in, uh, 
to Howard. So, I mean, he's been in the business now for about 13, 14 years. I mean, how much longer can he be in the ring? Does he want to be in the ring? I mean, he spends more time outside of doing projects, which is great. And I'm not dissing the man, but I think that's pretty cool. But how much more does does he have to prove to everyone? He's done enough that he can prove everything. I mean, he's proven everything and everything, anything, however, to the critics out there. Sometimes people were saying a lot of negative things about him. Sometimes they were saying positive things about him. But at the end of the day, he's done enough. I don't think he has nothing left to prove anymore, especially going well, into this match with Well, you know he's not going to go away until he beats Ric Flair's record. Exactly. And he thinks he still has his chance of doing that, obviously, Coming up, obviously, however, I mean, I'm looking right here. He has been, apparently, uh, he's been dating Nikki for about four years now, literally. I mean, we've seen the Total Divas show and everything. I mean, he's been on there, and Total Bells, of course, too. But that's, I mean, how much more, like I said, you're right. He, he's already going to tie Rick's record, if he ties Rick's record. But I just don't see him doing anything yeah, but else. I- I don't want to see that, though. I don't want to see Rick Flair's record crushed. No, neither do I. I don't think anyone doesn't want to see that crushed, and I hope he doesn't because I just think he's done more than enough, and apparently I'm looking right here. I'm looking here. Where is it? Apparently, I guess, however, uh, they're going to have the mid-season finale next week, however, mind you. But I was looking at the total Divas numbers already for this year, which started, of course, back in November up until last night. So far, the lowest-rated show of the year, of the year now, mind you, was the second episode this year, right before Thanksgiving. That was the one when Trinity went to back home, and her and her uncle were at the uh, nightclub shooting, which was tough. Hard, but also, how, uh, that was the same episode when Nikki accused Bria of sweeping Brian's depression under the rug, and they did not need to address that. I think that was... They could have done much more better with that episode and just avoided that altogether. But like I said, um, I'm not a writer for the company. You're not a writer for the company. Nobody's a writer for the company unless the writers know what to do. But yeah, that was the lowest rated episode this year so far. Now, whether or not they bring back uh, maybe over the summer, this coming summer, if they return it for another year, however, for season seven and bring back Lana and Renee and Maurice... We'll see. You know, um, I'm still a little miffed that they obviously got rid of uh, Alicia Fox. I thought she was okay on the show. I'm glad they got rid of Mandy. She was a freaking pill. And Rosa, she was okay. I mean, she wasn't great. But uh, I think Renee Young's done okay pretty good on the show from what I've seen so far. She's brought a little bit of spunk and energy to the program. Maurice, I don't know why they had to bring her back. She could have just stayed with Miz, however, and not come back on the reality show and just been off in our own merry way. Her and Summer Rae could host a freaking reality show along with Abram Marie. I mean, those are the three biggest pills on the show right now. Lana's starting to grow on me a little bit. As much as I don't like Lana, the character on television, outside of television, on Total Divas, I've started to respect her a little bit more. But on to- in the ring, she's still that annoying, um, uh, just loathsome bitch that you hate. But as far as a person goes, she... She's grown on me quite a bit, and I know I, I know it's funny for me saying that because I am not usually a Lana supporter, but uh, she and Renee have done pretty well for my scene. Renee, I mean, a couple of weeks ago, or yeah, it was I think it was a couple of weeks. No, it was last week. It was, however, I guess it was, however, or no, that was not last week. It was two weeks ago, I think it was. Yeah, it was two weeks ago, however, uh, mind you, when I guess uh, it was no, it was a month ago. 
Yeah, I'm right. It was a month ago. Now I'm right. It was a month ago. Now it was a month ago. It was a month ago, right before right, the day before my birthday it was when uh, Maurice and Mike. Uh, it was the episode when uh, apparently Dean and Renee invited uh, Bree and uh, Daniel, uh, and then Nikki showed up expectedly. However, as well, however, in their home, as a asked them to come out and pay them a visit in Vegas. And I'll tell you, their house, wow, real nice, very very swanky. Let's say it looked like a Tuscan estate in Italy. But anyway, um, like I said, yeah, I mean, Renee's done pretty good. I mean, she's pretty funny, both on and off camera. I mean, she's lucky she's got Dean. I mean, she's hot as can be. What can I say about the girl? I mean, damn, that's all I could say. And uh, like I said, Lana's trying to grow on me a little bit as a person, even though somewhat she could be a little bit better on camera, on camera, instead of being this, like, elusive, my boyfriend, my husband, this and that. But as far as outside TV, I mean, she does still speak a little Russian because, I mean, she was, I think, trained in that. And she grew, I mean, she studied it, however. And plus, she's, of course, now married to Rusev, obviously. But other than that, I mean, she's done pretty good, I think. She's uh, held her own. I mean, she's only 31. Holy hell, I didn't know that. And she has her own, and this is going to make you up, she has her own website, too, called Pretty Funny Blonde, believe it or not. So, yeah, she's done quite a bit, believe it or not. Like I said, she... uh has been with Dean actually now for almost four years. Believe it or not. You talk about Cena and Nikki, however, uh, never getting married. Apparently, uh, Renee and Dean haven't gotten married yet either. She began her career as a uh, television producer on the show right after wrestling, and she went with uh, Canada. Yeah, yeah. She and the she score, worked. Score, yeah. Yeah, she worked at the score I used with to a, watch her. And then when I seen her on WWE, I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. And the people she worked with, however, are very familiar to us. Uh, Arto Ocala, good friend. I've met, I've talked to Arto Ocala a couple times on his talk show back in the day. I used to remember when he used to have a talk show. Uh, Morrow, of course, and uh, of course, what's Jimmy Cordero. What's his name for, uh, what was his, uh, the guy you mentioned? What's his name in WWE? Kyle something. Kyle Edwards. Yeah. Arto Ocala, yeah. Formerly Arto Ocala. I don't see him very much, though, anymore. No, I think last I'm looking right now. Apparently, however, I guess uh, he confront he he last I guess last year was or two years ago he parted ways with the company. It says here uh, last summer he launched Be a Superhero Today. Acts of kindness initiative aimed to inspire kindness. The Twitter handle is at fast is fast for good and at Be a Superhero Today on Instagram and Facebook. He also sat on the board of directors for the Symphony Orchestra, as well as he tutored with the Neighborhood Rescue uh, Resource Center, believe it or not, and has done work with March of Dimes and Canvas for the Kidney Foundation, believe it or not. So he's done quite a bit of uh, outside projects with the company. And then, of course, uh, like I said, he also, Renee also worked with a uh, former referee, uh, a real good friend of mine, uh, who I had a chance to meet a couple of years ago, uh, who a friend of mine actually uh, introduced me to him. I think he was in town for one of the shows one time, was... Uh, Former WWE official Jimmy Corderas. And uh, so uh, I know Jimmy Corderas, for a fact, uh, is always on live audio wrestling with uh, John Pollock and Dan Lamalfaransky and Jason Agnew and those guys. And uh, I know uh, last I heard, however, he was supposed to actually write a book called The Three Count, believe it or not. And actually, the forward was written by his uh, one-time good friend, however, Edge, believe it or not. So... uh, He's done quite a bit. In fact, they also did all him and uh, Art also did some commentary at an independent show one time. So, uh, yeah, Jimmy and uh, Art and those guys have done pretty well with themselves, however, outside the ring, let's just say. Yes, 
Yes, they have. Let's see. Anything else popping up here? Hmm. Trying to see here. I don't think we got much else to discuss unless you want to bring anything else up. No, I'm good. You want to end her? Might as well, Howard. We'll be back in a little bit, ladies and gentlemen, Howard. Alrighty. Uh, I'm going to play some theme music to go out. All right. This has been another episode of WCW US Top Heel Incorporated. I'd like to thank my co-host, J.D. Iceman, for coming on. And uh, have a good night. Have a great tomorrow. God bless. And see you in the ring.